you finally found the most generic live show. This is the generic live show. Our of the generic live show. Hello everyone and welcome to the generic live show, the most generic live show on the internet. My name is Dale Campbell. Thanks everyone for joining me. It's a pleasure as always. Into our two. It's good to be here on a Sunday. I'm Dale Campbell, I'm your host with the most. Hashtag bang host. I'm Dale Campbell. It's a pleasure as per always to be here. And uh yeah. Welcome back to the Genetic Live Show. Uh for those people that only listen to hour two for some bizarre reason, uh quick housekeeping note, there will be no show next week. Uh just FYI. CJ and Rachel will be in the Great Land Down Under and will probably might be in, in uh, Cape Tribulation by now. We'll probably be outside of cell service. We'll probably be uh, up in the rainforest this time next week. Because I think that's true. I think things had to get swapped around or or, or something. So we're going to be we're going to be out on the uh, out in the rainforest. Out on the rainforest. Uh, and how good's this music been lately? Look at this, this is... Uh, we're making our way through the Argo Fox playlist uh, that got sent to me. I didn't get the person who sent it to me. Uh, but we've got a ton of royalty-free music coming your way. So people have been sending it to me and we're making our way through it slowly. So thank you everyone. Uh, keep sending things in. Uh, hit me up on the Discord. Email the show, show at geek-io.net. GLS in the subject line. There you go. Uh, Alright, what have we got coming up? Uh, we have a new iOS. Uh, nope, that's next. Uh, time to wake up. Wake up, everyone. Wake up. Oh, we should have used the weather waking you up or putting you to sleep bumper. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Dale. Finally, you planned your show better, right? If only. Sleepiness. Epidemic costing Globe billions of dollars. And uh, it nearly costed me the show So today. So that's exciting. <laughs> we, are, we are getting there. We are getting there. Lack of sleep has become a worldwide epidemic costing developed nations, including Australia, billions of dollars in lost productivity, accidents on the road and in the workplace, poor health and premature death. Ooh, researchers has found. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not a Getty bottle, though, so that doesn't count. It's it's this girl. Oh, if we zoom out. Nope. Alright, well. Oh, it's this girl. Versus Garth. Who will win? Shannon Lasbrook. Who works from home in Sydney's eastern suburbs says she is often working until midnight to contact offshore developers to meet Australian client deadlines by 9am the next day. With young children to take care of, her work hours means she sometimes gets four to five hours of sleep. Quote, I don't have the luxury of sleeping in, she says. It's a constant chuckle, but it works for me. Look at her. She's happy there. Her kids are not, not so much, but she is. A new study... In the journal Sleep, published by Oxford University Press this week, found lack of sleep is a growing problem that has cost the Australian economy more than $66 billion, with a B. Lost in productivity, workplace injuries, car accidents, and illness, including heart disease, stroke, diability, diabetes, 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 <sighs> tired, diabetes, uh, among other factors. Study co-author David Hillman uh, from the Sir uh, Charles Gandia Hospital in Perth said the study looked at the financial costs and clinic associated with that. Uh, uh, okay, you're repeating yourself. Uh, we amidst a worldwide epidemic of inadequate sleep, some from clinical sleep disorders through pressures of compiling work, social life, and family activities, uh, and some of failure to give sleep Sufficient priority through choice or ignorance, Dr. Hillman said. Quote, apart from its impact on the well-being, this problem comes at a huge epidemic cost 
though its destructive effects on health and safety and productivity. Sleeping on the job. Now we're getting to some charts. Uh, the big one, that one is reduced well-being. And uh, then we've got the second one is lost in productivity. Uh, direct costs, reduced well-being, non-medical bill, accident bills, dead weight loss, and informal care cost. It's down the bottom. You'll see it. There we go. Uh, what is this? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Western nation reporting inadequate sleep. Australia, 35%. UK, 35%. USA, 35%. Germany, 35%. Uh, Canada, 30%. Singapore, 28%. And uh, France, 26%. Uh, lack of sleep has also uh, reduced attention, motivation, uh, problem-solving ability, as well as confusion and inability to memory lapses. Uh... I would agree with this. This is this is agreeable. I mean, apart from today, <laughs> that is the very much the exception to the rule is the fact that I uh, slept in this morning. Is the that it's it does cost a lot. Like people don't realize how important sleep is, and I think it's the younger population as well that uh, are doing it as well because they see that they have more to do or that they're up later kind of they're up later like playing games or doing social activities and and all the rest of it because you know it's uh you know it it's a thing that you know people get restless me personally now my typical day i and this is a good day this is a good time to peel back the curtain a little bit i think um my day I, I, I do this podcasting stuff. I do it throughout the day. You know, I, I typically... The GLS is the earliest I start uh, doing prep. Typically, my call time for GLS is either 5.30 or 6. Depending on the week. Last week, it was... Last week, I couldn't sleep and got up at 4. But my call time was, was 6. And these call times are self-inflicted, I know. But 6 a.m. gets me enough time to get the show started a bit before 7.30 so I can do final prep and make sure everything's in place and and typically do last minute prep but thankfully thankfully half of this week's news stories are carry over from last week so hopefully we'll be all right with the little prep time but it's uh, what was I going to say? So typically, that's that's the the latest it goes. Monday, Monday is my rock block. I typically record until about one one thirty, so it's a huge day for it's a huge recording day for me. Uh, outside of that, then not this week, not next week either, because the boats are here. But uh, typically, I then go to work after recording all day. I go to work. I work until midnight. I get home. I get down about one. And then I get up 7, 7.30, do my day, go to work, go to bed. So typically, typically my day is, and, that's, and this is a time zone thing. Like, I don't think I would have this problem if it was reversed, if that makes sense. If I worked throughout the day, recorded at night, went to bed, I, that would be a much better pattern for me than recording, than going to work... And then have to crescendo down. I think that that is that is the problem. And I, I my sleep patterns are really weird because for the last six years of doing night shift and and the past six and a half years of doing recording, and things get a little bit janky. But don't get me wrong, I love doing what I do. But breaking it down to the that's my rubber band. Breaking it down to the bare bones. That's where I lie, and I've gotten better over the years because I used to be a massive sleeper. I used to get anywhere up to 12 to 13 hours of sleep a day uh, before I got this job, and I think getting this job and having it the hours that I do is definitely a good thing for me. While I feel crass in the moment, definitely shifting from that, definitely shifting from that new schedule, it was hard, 
because I used to sleep in for shows all the time because I would just be that exhausted in the early days. And that's how a lot of my uh, a lot of my shows just got the axe because uh, I would be just constantly sleeping in. And the thing with that is, uh, the thing with this show is that it would uh, typically record at night. It used to record at night. Now it records during the day, which is much better for me. So there you go. Wow, little way way peek behind the curtain on that one. Literally went into my life. That life cast with Dale. How how does how's everyone else sleep? That sounds weird. <laughs> and and this article does bring in a good point where it's the the constant twenty four seven operations and and having everyone connected all at the same time and and spoiler alert many people have their phones or telecommunication devices as alarm clocks and you know they are constantly dinging throughout the night mine's gotten better at not dinging throughout the night because i snooze notifications now uh but they used to always ding at 3 a.m in the morning and and that's american time so you know it's you have to you balance that and i i sometimes take naps during the day depending on what i've got on course Romano says uh she's not good at sleeping oh that sucks oh i mean it, it is a it is a skill but i think this article's pointing out that if it's if it's a skill you need to it's a skill that you need to muster for you <laughs> It's it's the uh, sleep is the UDU boo uh, of the world, and yes, there are there are guidelines, and I think how much should uh, an adult uh, human being uh, sleep per night uh, by age? Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and there is there is recommendations that they recommend, but if you live comfortably, and if you think you live comfortably, uh, off uh, that amount of sleep every night, then you're technically a functioning human being. So there you go. So uh, the National Sleep Foundation Sleep New Sleep Times. I don't make this up. Uh, aged children between 6 and 13 recommended 9 to 11 hours may be appropriate 7 to 8 12 hours uh, teenagers 17 to 14 uh, 8 to 10 7 to 11 young adults uh, 6 to 10 to 11 and 7 to 9 hours for adults, maybe appropriate six to ten hours uh, for adults. So anywhere between six to ten hours is apparently appropriate. I can function off. I can, I can still be a human being on four hours, but I'm not good, and I have to have a ton of uh, broccoli coffee from the last hour to function off four hours. And that's when I when I was traveling a lot last month. I found that a lot that I was just not sleeping a lot at all because. My day, one of my days ended at like 2 a.m. when I got in from the airport. Got in at 2 a.m. and just, as my body was, was in that cycle of waking up early for early morning flights a lot of the time at that, that stage. So, I was up at 3 a.m. I had no sleep. And then, and then I woke up and I'm like, oh, oh where, where am I? What am I doing? And then I went back to sleep. And woke up at eight, so I got five hours. So there you go. Uh, Cross Marina says I usually I can uh, I can usually function, drive, and do maths uh, on like four and a half, but I generally try to get six or nine. I I typically get I typically try and get six a night myself. By the time I get down at like oh, I think I was down at like ten last night, and I woke up at seven. So that's like the most amount of sleep I've had in a while. Uh, but typically I get down to around one and get up at around eight, six, six to eight is typically when I wake up. So, but my problem is I think I have to form that pattern. I have to form the pattern and 
I, I break my own pattern way too often for uh, for my liking. So, there you go. Uh, this has been Sleep Hour. Uh, let's look at, let's look at, see how our friend is going. Yep, nope, he's still there. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Definitely a pre-show bit. Definitely a pre-show bit. Alright. Should let that die, but I won't because he's mildly attractive. Uh, alright! <laughs> Moving along. Uh, there is a new iOS update because of course there is. It's a day ending in Y, so why wouldn't there? Uh, still shirtless. Yep. Uh, turns out... Turns out, uh, uh, Garf, Garf, still shirtless, still shirtless, Garf, I oh, shirt on, Garf, and this is going to be a great episode for audio listeners, visual bits on an audio podcast, it amazes me how many people listen to the show on audio, but anyway, alright, iOS 11.4 will update your phone! And how to get it today, last week. <laughs> welcome to the Direct Live. Sh- welcome to the Direct Live Show, where you can update your phone. Uh, today, yesterday, last week. Visual bits on an audio podcast. Someone needs to record that as an actual bumper, so we just have it all the time. Uh, is your telco ripping you off? This is not relevant, but I still want to play it. Because it's my show. Uh, yeah, Aussies spend a lot of money. Turn that down. Uh, it's still got an iPhone plan for one of the two big ones. Uh, sport and something. This is just this is just great. Uh, on their on their mobile phones than most other like-minded countries, and if we were to sit there and compare, then we're we're, we're definitely getting a raw deal. Apparently, we're getting a raw deal, not a not a cooked meal, but a raw meal, and it's just more of that. Okay, well, that's not helpful. Definitely not helpful. Apple have introduced a long-awaited uh, iOS. 11.4 update. It's now available and you can install it on your phone, iPad, or iPod Touch. Wait, do people still have iPod Touches? Are still a thing? Our iPhone. What? iPhone. Okay. iPod, iPod Touches are still a thing? Who uses an iPod Touch? Also, I apologize if anyone in my audience uses an iPod Touch. But they're no longer the big, like, phone-sized things like they used to be, right? They're no longer that. Anyway. What's new? Airplay 2! <laughs> Come on, news.com.au. Don't do this to me. Uh, you can now control your home audio system and Airplay 2 enabled speakers throughout your home. You can play music at the, uh, you can play music at the same time on multiple Airplay 2 enabled speakers your house are all in sitch. They're all in sitch. Our crossbody says because it's connected to their phones, they're still uh, allowed to use phones uh, when we are. Uh, uh, we are actually we. Our crossbody says we actually use iPod Touch to communicate with my bosses while we're at work uh, when they're not in the store because it's a. Uh, uh, because it's connected to their phones, uh, and we're not allowed to use our cell phones when we are working. Ah, there you go. That's I suppose. And it, it probably the iPod touches are probably connected via Wi-Fi. I'm assuming. Uh, are they all in sitch though? That's that's interesting. All right. Uh, you can control your voice to con- You can use your voice to control. You can control. You can use your control to voice. Airplay 2 enabled speakers using uh, Siri on your Apple devices and you can also take a call or play a game on your iPod or iPad without interrupting audio playback using Airplay 2 enabled speakers. That's what it looks like. It looks like a HomePod. 
has finally added HomePod Stereo pairing with your iPhone or iPad. Uh, it senses the location of your room and will balance the sound. Uh, beam forming technology, whatever that means. Uh, you can now store your messages, photos and other attachments in iCloud. Freeing up space on your devices. I don't know how I feel about that. How do I feel about all of my messages going on iCloud and getting hacked? Although I'm not a celebrity, so I don't think I have to worry about that, right? Uh, all of your messages appear. Ooh, all of your messages appear when you sign into a new device with the same iMessage account. That's pretty good. That's pretty nifty. When you delete your messages and conversations, they are instantly removed from all of your devices, as they should be. To turn on messages by iCloud, go to settings, uh, your name, and iCloud, and, and go in there. Your conversations will s still be end-to-end -end encrypted, even in the cloud. There you go. Uh, other benefits, teachers can now assign their students reading activities on iBooks. Ooh, that's actually, that, that actually, with the way that, that, that iPads are being uh, distributed through schools, that's probably, that's, that's a good, huh. Okay. Certain rogue character sequences are no longer causing messages to crash. That's helpful. You don't want your rogue to crash your messages. An issue preventing logins and file accesses to Google Drives, Docs, Gmail, and in Safari have been fixed. Data syncing and health should work correctly now. I like how they've been tinkering with health for such a long time, and then it's just like, eh, it should work now. Uh, an issue stop using from changing which apps access health data should be fixed. An app that causes to appear in incorrect location on the home screen has been fixed. CarPlay audio sh uh, should no longer become distorted. Hmm. Uh, it's worth noting that fairly, uh, this it's worth noting that nothing that what it's worth noting that this is a fairly minor update uh, for iOS devices we are expecting a much bigger show when the uh, new iPhone features at June's WWDC Worldwide Developers Conference the annual Apple event typically sees the company unveiling a raft of hot gadgets features coming later that year I mean this these might seem like small, uh, small updates, but they are huge to some people. Like, people that use HomePods and, what is it? AirPlay. They're, that's pretty nifty for them. And, you know, people, some people are get, getting excited about having their messages. You know, being able to be stored in the uh, iCloud. So... It's pretty... I think it's a huge deal. Me, personally, I think it's a good deal. That's 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 all that matters, right? If I think it's a good deal, then it's a good deal. Alright, well, we are... Definitely... We are definitely going to take a break. Because this next article requires a lot of reading. So, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Uh, how bad is the drought, and why has it been so dry? Uh, Australia is the driest it has ever been, apparently, according to ABC News. And we'll break down this article as we continue here on the Genetic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here. It's a pleasure as always. We'll see you on the other side of these messages. Stay tuned. This Geek Hire Podcast Network program is sponsored by Audible. They're the leaders in digital audiobooks on the internet. Choose from over 100,000 titles across all types of literature, including fiction, non-fiction, and periodicals. Try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan for three. That's right, three, which includes one audiobook credit per month. After your 30-day trial, your membership will renew for just $14.95 per month, so you can continue to receive your audiobook credit per month, plus members-only discounts on all audio purchases. 
If audiobooks aren't quite your thing, well, that's okay. Audible also have a variety of radio and TV programs and audio versions of magazines and newspapers. There's something for everyone. Check out geek-io.net slash audible for all of the details. And we thank Audible for their support of the Geek.io podcast network. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Amazon. Amazon has all of your needs for all occasions. Amazon stocks a large range of pretty much everything. Everything from automotive to baby to computers, payment cards, groceries, health and personal care, and everything for Amazon Kindles, ebooks, movies and television, magazines, office products, and stuff for your patio, lawn, and garden. Hey, they even sell sports goods. If you're into sports ball. If you're ready to check out the range at Amazon.com, use geek-io.net slash Amazon to help out the Geek.io podcast network. We get a little bit of a kickback through our affiliate link there. That's geek-io.net slash Amazon. Amazon. Everything for every occasion. Everything for every occasion may not be the official slogan for Amazon. Some products are not available in all areas. Welcome back. Special to be here, as per always. My name's Dan Campbell. We're doing it for KKO. Thanks for joining us. What's that noise? Oh, it's the song. I thought something was breaking there for half a second. I had myself, had myself all worried. I had myself a little worried there that someone was glitching. But it's not. Not. Oh, this show is such a mess sometimes. Hi, everyone. My name's Dale. I exist. Hey, <laughs> so we're gonna. This is kind of gonna be a like the hour two is a bit weird because we we I found this article this morning actually. Uh, in fact, four hours ago, <laughs> I didn't find it four hours ago, but it found me four hours ago. So autumn, uh, they say. Uh, how bad is the drought, and why uh, has it been so dry? Uh, this is the ABC. Oh, by the way, breaking news. If anyone cares, Prince Harry and his wife, Megan, will tour Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, and Tonga in October. Oh, hang on. Breaking breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news for those who care. Prince Harry and his wife, Megan, will tour Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, and Tonga in October. Just in case anyone cared. Just in case. So, here's a picture of Australia. Uh, So, rainfall projectile rating. So... That, that's basically what the... Oh, there's Tasmania. <laughs> oh, and there's Tasmania. So that's what the drought is kind of looking like for the time being. 
for the three months between March and May of 2000 uh, of you know uh, 2018 rainfall projectiles I think rainfall projectiles rating is uh, if it's If it's like rainfall, uh, like projection, I think it's more projections, if that makes sense. Percentile? Yeah, that's meant to be percentile, yeah. Sorry, that's proje- <laughs> I said projectiles, didn't I? Oops! Percentile projectiles. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, uh, this autumn has been fourth warmest on record for Australia, with below average. Rainfall projectiles. I can't get over that. With the most of the country, according to the Bureau of Meteorology's autumn summary that came out this morning. Autumn summary. So, here is... Here's a graphly of June of 2017 uh, with lowest on record and rain. This is 2018 so far? Oh, it's a, it's a year. Huh. It's kind of all over the place, to be completely honest. So we're going to watch this one way through. So this is May 2017. The reds still exist in all the same areas, but... It moved kind of westerly as the years the year went on. Huh. Alright, well, let's pause that so I'm not wasting up bandwidth. This graph is rainfall summary. Uh it kinda of is coming up and down in waves, but the there's more downs than ups, which is Basically, the whole point of this article is the fact that there's more downs than ups in terms of rain. According to Blair Terwin, senior uh, clientologist at the Bureau, the areas expecting the most significant drought at the moment are in New South Wales, northwest Victoria, and eastern South Australia. Quote, many parts of central and eastern New South Wales have been well below average rainfall since April of last year, Dr. Terwin says. Quote, since the start of this year, the dry conditions have spread to cover most of inland parts of the state. Rain over the past few weeks in Western Australia has eased drought conditions, although some areas, particularly east of Albany in the state's south, still remain very dry. That's Gifley. When you look at the time scale of six months through to a year, a significant, there's a significant drought in the worst affected parts of New South Wales. The only autumn on record uh, in one, this one is uh, South Australia was in 1902, the year of Federation drought peaked. The Boer War ended and women got the right to vote in New South Wales and federal elections. During the Federation drought, the Darling River virtually ran dry at the Burke in New South Wales, and the Australian wheat crop was all but lost. The current, uh, the current dry is not extensive as long-term droughts as the past. And, oh boy, this is... This is a history for, this is a history for the ages. This is a picture for the ages, isn't it? So this article goes on to explain why it's so dry. Uh, we'll get to that video in a minute. And this is Australia under... I'm trying to figure out what that is. But I think that's a drought meter, I think. Huh. Uh, high pressure anatomy. So there's a lot of high pressure building. Uh, basically, is what that picture is saying. Your country is a desert, Corson Rhino says. Yes, I know. I shouldn't be surprised that it's dry in a desert. Also, our country is 90% inhabitable, so I'm not really surprised of that either. Um, <laughs> is there, isn't there always a drought in deserts? That's true. 
It's very true. There's always there's also water in deserts. Oh no, that's called hallucinations. That's there's that's a different thing. That you often hallucinate water in deserts. Uh, Dr. Tomlin said that dry conditions are due to what has hasn't been happening, uh, rather than what has. That's weather in a nutshell. Quote, during the summer, you're often looking at a feed of tropical moisture. When you get moisture feeding in tropical monsoon coming south, he says. But, uh, that doesn't really happen. Uh, that didn't really happen this year. All of the rain stayed in the tropics this time around. Uh, there, quote, uh, there wasn't an event in March with pronounced a lot of rain on the coast from Newcastle northwards, but it basically had no effect on inland areas and no uh, effect south of Newcastle, Dr. Terwin said. Why aren't the systems coming? Dr. Terwin says the east coast lows tended to be random. Quote, the lack of major northwest feed of moisture is connected to the sea surface and temperatures of the Indian Ocean not being warm as they were in 2016, for example. Uh, Rao says, going from a desert to subtropical. It's fairly tropical where I am, mainly because of me specifically, where I am, uh, because of the rainforests and we live on the ocean. Uh, so it's, it's fairly, fairly subtropical where I live. But again, there's not many people that have subtropical environments. And, and again, this is the 80-20 rule. Uh, this, this article is about the... It's 80% about the 20% of the... Uh, sorry. This, however that works. I can't do math. This is about the 80... This is about the 80%, not the 20%. Uh, but yeah, I, subtropical. I would love subtropical. We, again, like the article just said, we haven't really had many tropical moments. We've just been floating by. So there you go. Uh, what is this video? This is a Videro. Uh, and noise. And there is no noise. Apparently. Okay, this is a thing that's existing. Uh, so he's basically driving his tractor down uh, what used to be a field of wheat, I'm assuming? This is a wheat field? Uh, can someone, with the caption, can someone organize some rain? But, University of Melbourne PhD candidate Mandy Feud 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 uh, it says an R there, so I'm trying to announce the R. This is, it says this is not a one-off. It looks like this was the climate 800 years ago. Using corals, ice cores, tree rings, and cave recordings to investigate what the climate was up to 800 years ago. Quote, if we look at the cool season, we can see that the Murray-Darling Basin is quite unusual to climb a trend for the rainfall for the last 30 years. Miss Frood has said the central to New northern New South Wales didn't have any disciplinary trends and southwest Western Australia is variable with recent declines in the cool season rainfall. Quote, we, ha we can say that there are... Quote, we can say that there have been a decline in the rainfall over the past 50 years. There is a decline of 3 million... Uh, th uh, there is a decline of about 3 millimetres a year, which is we can see in the southwest Western Australia. Southwest Western Australia. So how's the outlook for winter looking? Well, we have a video. And thank God for that, because I'm a little over-talking. Uh, of course, Rano says, I mean, yes, that's horrible for things like uh, wildfires. That's very true. Like, uh, uh, there was... Like, there was some very wild fires in Victorian back in, like, 2013, I want to say. Uh, her name is, uh, is, like, Feud. 
Freud. Freud. There you go. Freud. 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 Uh, according to Pokemon Go, I can enjoy three times Stardust until June 21st. So that's exciting, though. Uh, so what has Winter got in store for us? Let's see if there's any talking on this video. It's three minutes long. This is exciting. Weather chat. This is a news show, so weather has to come up, right? We've had sports, we've had weather. Welcome to the Climate and Water Outlook for Winter 2018. Autumn's dry and warm conditions are likely to continue in Southern Australia, particularly in the early part of winter, with weather systems still tracking to the south of the continent. But first, let's look at recent conditions. Despite neutral climate drivers, autumn was very dry across Southern Australia. Southern mainland states had one of their driest autumns since 1900. In contrast, flooding rains in parts of the north during March and April brought a green covering to drought affected areas of Queensland. One thing many farmers look for at this time of year is the autumn break. This is the first time an area gets any significant rain say 25 millimetres of rain in three days. The break arrived by mid-May for most of southern Victoria, along the east coast and in southwest coastal areas of WA. But many key agricultural areas are still waiting. Western Australia had one of its driest and warmest autumns on record. Autumn temperatures were well above average in many other parts too. The Murray-Darling Basin averaged nearly 27 degrees, almost identical to 2016, which was the area's warmest autumn on record. Meanwhile, up north, Darwin Airport recorded seven consecutive nights below 20 degrees, perfect to kick off the mango growing season. The air that reached Darwin had traveled all the way from the Southern Ocean, south of Tasmania over the previous 10 days. Low rainfall and high temperatures led to very dry soils across much of Southern Australia. Water storages in Southern Australia usually start to fill in May, However, some storages are lower than last month, indicating that the filling season has not yet started. So what's driving our climate right now? Both the Pacific and Indian Oceans are showing neutral climate patterns and are likely to stay that way during winter. Over the Southern Ocean, weather systems are expected to remain further south over winter, with fewer cold fronts reaching mainland Australia. We saw this in May, with a strong high pressure system blocking fronts from reaching into southern Australia. So what does this mean for the winter rainfall outlook? Well, below average rainfall is likely for southeastern Australia and parts of western Australia. The outlook for June is looking particularly dry for much of Australia. Rain that does fall in the south will largely soak into the dry soils. As a result, the May to July streamflow outlook indicates low flows are likely to continue across much of the south. Some localised high flows will persist in Queensland following the heavy March rainfall. In terms of temperatures, warmer than average days are likely for much of Australia. Locations along the east coast can expect more very mild days than usual over winter. So in summary, winter is likely to be drier than average in parts of Western Australia and in the southeast of Australia, particularly in June. Temperatures are likely to be warmer than average and low stream flows are likely at most locations. For more details, visit our website at bomb.gov.au forward slash climate forward slash ahead. You can also get updates via Facebook and Twitter. All right, all right, all right. Our first look at likely oh. conditions for July to September will be available on Thursday the 14th of June. For the Bureau of Meteorology, I'm Andrew Watkins. Thanks, thanks, Andrew. I wonder, wonder if, uh, I wonder if Andrew looks like this. I wonder, I wonder if Andrew looks like this under, under all of that. I just. <laughs> all right, now it's becoming a forced meme. Um, no, and I, I, I find a particular interest in in all of this stuff, and I know, I know it's, I know it's just my thing, and I, I literally. I've literally <laughs> pushed my whole audience to be entirely bored this whole show, but this is stuff that interests me. Uh, but and I I follow I like to follow tropical storms as well, and I had nothing to follow this year because guess how it guess guess how many tropical storms hit the uh, east coast of Australia? I'll give you a hint: it's zero. 
Okay, guesses in three, two, one, and done. Uh, I doubt it, says Chorus and Rider. I, I doubt it too, but you'd ne you never know. I, 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 could, I can spoil it for you. I don't look like that. So, <laughs> Chorus and Rider guesses zero. Alright, <laughs> any other guesses? Chorus and Rider gets it! Hey! It was zero. <laughs> uh, it was zero. It was zero. Uh, alright, well. I don't have to go Uh, so. What else has been happening? That's about it. That's all I have. Uh, that's. Yeah, that's all I have. Uh, we can. We can, uh. We could round it out there. And then kick it to a little bit of a post-show? You never know. Uh, I, we have to keep the post-show a little bit, uh, tight. Tighter than normal, so... Well, we could we can head on out of here. We might fill the space anyway, you never know. Uh, let's find out what we learnt... Today. Shall we? Uh, shall we? When I load up my thing... Uh, I need to load up my thing. Where's my thing? There's my thing. What did we learn today, you guys? We had a fun show. It was a fun, definitely a fun show. Uh, we learnt, uh, this was technically in the pre-show, but we learnt what this meant. <laughs> Go check out the pre-show. It was an amazing pre-show. Uh, we also learnt that uh, Dale is very interested in boring uh, weather patterns, apparently. So there you go. Uh, we also learnt that it is dry in a desert. Uh, we learned uh, that deserts and subtropical environments are not the same thing. So there you go. There's that. Uh, we also learned that our iMessages can now be stored in the iCloud. That's exciting. Uh, people get excited over everything being in Cinch. Because Sync doesn't have an H in it, does it? I don't think it does. Definitely not in my world. Uh, we also learnt that sleep, sleepiness, is cost, costing us billions of dollars. Uh, we learnt that broccoli coffee is the new hipster dieting trend that is also helping farmers. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, helping farmers and being a hipster at the same time. Uh, of course, when Rhino points out that we learned the differences between pro-life and pro-choice. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we learned that the, uh, the extremism of pro-life and pro-choice. There you go. Uh, yes, we learned that New South Wales... Uh, ahead of the curve on providing safe spaces, a safe access zone to abortion clinics. Uh, we also learned that it is a uh, comedy hour at the uh, council chambers uh, today because everyone wants to hear the no answers. That's so weird. We also took you back to t June of 2003 and finally we learnt, if it's a week, there will always be trouble in the cricket world. Alright, let's get plugs out of the way. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Daryl Campbell. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at TheDaleCampbell. That's T-H-E-D-A-L-E-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. -L. I'm also that on Instagram. You can find everything that I do. Uh, you can email the, sh the show. Uh, show at geek-io.net put GLS in the subject line uh, what else what other, what other commands do I have to spam uh, discord you can keep the conversation alive once we go offline that's right geek-io.net slash discord discord singular geek-io.net slash discord you can support everything that you do uh, that that you do, that I do, that we do, over at patreon.com slash geekio. You can get a massive RSS feed for every 
uh, program, the Geekio program that you like to consume on a daily basis over there. Uh, you guys have been amazing as per always. Stay funky fresh, fam. And we'll see you all next time. Bye! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>